Hello and welcome back to the show. This is episode number 184. And in this episode, we are going to talk about some agronomic and economic learning that you can do on your farm. Every day, there are phenomenal advancements happening in the field of agriculture technology. The team at RDO Equipment Company, along with respected, knowledgeable industry experts, are here to bring you the latest in ag tech news, information, and products that help today's growers solve challenges. With that, let's dive into it. Welcome back to another season of the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Yes, this is season eight. We are in 2023. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you had a wonderful and safe holiday season. I wanted to start out this season or this year talking a little bit about some on-farm learning that we can do. Now, I know uh, many of you out there are probably already doing this. Um, this what I'm going to talk about here is is really nothing new, um, nothing earth-shattering. It's just something I wanted to get out there. Uh, it's something that I'm very passionate about, always learning, always adjusting. Um, a lot of different things that we can do on farm, on the operation to uh, learn more about either the equipment you're currently using, the inputs you're currently using, or maybe equipment that you're interested in, curious in, whether that be attachments or uh, performance upgrade kits or just new equipment in general. There's a lot of stuff that can be done educating yourself prior to making those changes um, whether that be going from a, a conventional till to a, a minimum or a no-till, or maybe that's going from a conventional planter to a, a more high-performance, high-speed planter. A uh, lot of different things can be done. Uh, we can learn a lot. And one of the things that I don't want to overlook is it's not always agronomic value. So we we often think about field trials or on-farm research, and we always think about the agronomic value. One of the other things we also need to keep in mind is the economic value. Now, I say that because inputs are all, are going up. There, We've seen it for the past number of years. Um, the input prices, they're not coming down. They, they continue to climb. And so the, the economic threshold of each farm's operation and, and where they're at and what they can afford is going to be different. But that is something that has become what's well, always been important, but I think it's becoming more and more important as we go on, as the input prices continue to climb, uh, even things with like fertilizer, uh, fertilizer shortages, stuff like that in recent years. Um, Knowing those agronomic and economic uh, kind of outcomes or, or um, yeah, what, what we can learn or what we can do, what we can change to make sure we're doing it right on the operation. So, I again, I, I didn't really, this isn't new information. This is just something that I wanted to talk through because we're at the beginning of the year. Those of you that have off seasons, I guess, uh, here up in uh, Minnesota and the Dakotas, we have a blanket of white stuff covering the ground, so uh, we have this time to sit and think. Those of you in climates where you're farming year-round, um, I'm sure this is an ongoing conversation. Um, you probably have a, a learning or a kind of a planning stage at some point in your season. 
Uh, but uh, up in colder climates where there is snow, we kind of get the benefit of of planning this out. And right now is a lot of times when we're doing that. I myself here with RDO equipment, we're kind of doing some planning and and working with uh, local customers in the area to to start working on some of these uh, agronomic or economic um, kind of field trials or or plots, uh, whatever kind of you want to call it. There's a lot of different things we could call it. We could call it on-farm research, field trials, learning plots, a lot of different things. Um, each one is a little bit different, but um, right now we're in that planning stage. And that's why I wanted to talk through this real briefly. Um, some of the things you can think about on your farm, uh, maybe things you want to learn, maybe things you want to do. Uh, maybe it's uh, partnering with your your local dealership or your local agronomist or co-op, or um, maybe it's a, a seed rep that you work really well with that you want to work on some some uh, learning trials or learning plots. But where where I'm going with all of this is there's a lot we can learn. Now, one of the things that often comes to mind for a field trial, a learning plot, or research is planters. A lot of different things we can do with planters. Um, number of different attachments. Uh, they, we've got our conventional planters, and now we've got these high-performance or high-speed planters, uh, things like that. Being able to take those machines and and doing side-by-side -side comparisons. Maybe your local dealership has a demo machine and you're able to do a side-by-side -side comparison across the field or a small portion of the field and run a treatment strip of the conventional planter and then run a treatment strip of the, the new planter that you may be curious or interested in. Um, that's one of the, the easier ones. Uh, as long as you can get your hands on this equipment. Now, I talk about your local dealership. Um, there's also other things. Maybe you have a friend or a neighbor that would be willing to to borrow their or or let you borrow their planter for a day. Um, or maybe you've got, uh, uh, like I said, the dealership, uh, a neighbor or a friend, um, or you have a different way of getting your hands on that equipment you are curious about. Um, the other thing with planters that that comes to mind, planters are very easy to learn with, and that's because we've got, let's say, anywhere from four to 48 rows that we're dealing with. Um, what we can do with certain attachments is we can do just a couple rows. We don't have to do the entire planter. It's not a, a big changeover. Um, let's talk, of course, the the big one everybody always talks about is closing wheels, Put a couple closing wheels. I know I talked about this uh, back in a previous episode, but put a couple closing wheels on and and uh, run through the season with, let's say, four rows of your 12 or whatever, however you want to do it, and to start taking um, data, collecting data, whether that be um, stand counts, looking at the emergence, uh, looking at uh, taking it to yield. Um, looking at in-season effects or in-season responses to to all of that stuff. There's a lot of different things that can be learned just from doing a couple rows of your planter. Now, keeping on on the planters, the line of planters, other things we can do is, and we can turn these into to kind of learning plots, uh, is adjusting our inputs. Now, there's a lot of talk about starter fertilizer. 
do I need starter fertilizer, in-furrow starter fertilizer on my planter, or can I put it all down pre-planting, or can I put it in in a split application, do half of it pre-planting and half of it in-season? What can I do with that? Now, one of the things, of course, is starter fertilizer versus no starter fertilizer. But one of the other things we can think about is maybe adjusting the rate. Maybe today we're putting down five gallons to the acre of whatever product that is. Maybe we can cut it back to four gallons per acre or three gallons per acre and not see a yield hit. We're not seeing any yield drag by dropping it down to three gallons per acre. But then we do say two gallons per acre and we do see yield drag. That is one thing that we can think about. So it's not always just the equipment, but we can also start making adjustments to our inputs. Now, how do we how do we analyze all of this? It kind of goes back to uh, the episode number 182. So just a couple episodes back, the end of last season, uh, we talked about data analysis at the end of the year. The John Deere Operations Center has a, a number of great tools to be able to analyze this data, whether it be from treatment strips or it's a, a block trial in the corner of the field. We can, one, we could analyze it per application, or two, we could analyze it using the subfield analysis tool and kind of drawing an area around that and getting just the data for that area. There's a lot of different ways we can do that, a lot of different tools we can use in the John Deere Operations Center. So making sure, that being said, making sure we are documenting everything we do. And when I say document everything we do, I'm talking about our tillage passes, our seeding and planting passes, our application, every application that we're doing from um, fertilizers to crop protection with our sprayers and all of that stuff, documenting all those passes and then our harvest, making sure we're documenting that. Because when we document all four of those passes or all four of those operations, it's going to give us the maximum value of our data when we start to to try learning stuff, whether it be agronomic or economic uh, implications or, or the the outcome of what's that what is to come. So, taking all of that, so we talk about the the equipment. Where can we get the equipment? We talk about attachments. Um, there there's other things with attachments too. Maybe it's a uh, um, I think about, say, a, a corn head on your combine. I know there's certain attachments or certain um, components that can be put on. Maybe you're looking at different types of stock rolls because you're curious of how the residue or how the stock is broke down. Put a couple rows of different stock rolls on or half of your head with one stock roll, half of your head with the other stock roll before you make that complete investment Um you you have the ability to learn. You have the ability to to um, kind of see the outcome and analyze that data and put numbers, either agronomic numbers or economic numbers, to what you're doing. And we talk about collecting the data, documenting the passes, all of that stuff. The more information you have, the more educated decisions you're going to be able to make. So making sure that information is documented, making sure you are are learning what you want to learn. Now, every operation is going to be different. And now is the time in your off season or your slow time, if you don't really have an off season, 
that is the time to sit down and think, okay, what do we want to learn this year? Now, again, this is nothing new. I know a lot of you operations out there are doing this today. Um, But ask yourself this question, and this is kind of why I wanted to do this episode this time of the year. Ask yourself the question, what do I want to learn? What can we potentially change on our farm to either increase our economic or our or agronomic or economic outcomes or decrease some of the expenses that we have? Maybe we can we can limit some of the the yield factors or or increase yield factors, limit some of the input costs. Um, maybe we can do a lot of different things. What do we want to learn this year? And by doing that over and over and over again, you will slowly transition. You'll slowly learn. You'll you'll be able to take those those you know limiting factors of your operation and get those out of the way. Making sure that that the equipment we're using, the the way we're inputting and also um, uh, collecting or harvesting the crop, making sure. All of those limiting factors are the ones that are out of our control. Now, there's some, some the, the equipment, the optimization of the equipment, how we operate that equipment, um, the, the attachments and the components of that equipment. All of that stuff is, is a, a limiting factor that's in control, in our control. Some of the limiting, limiting factors that are not in our control, of course, are our weather, um, moisture. Now, yes, you could be doing, uh, some irrigation, things like that, but the amount of moisture that we have, um, natural, uh, disasters with weather, whether it be hail, tornadoes, um, things like that, those are limiting factors that aren't in control. So we want to make sure that we take everything that is in control and make sure we are bringing those down. So those are just a few things, um, and I guess one of the things I also wanted to add is that a few different types of kind of learning that can be done. So there's there's two buckets that I kind of like to put things into. And, and one is kind of a learning plot where we know what the potential outcome is. So let's say there is a um, an attachment company out there that says, hey, you utilize this attachment, it will increase or or bring your yield limitations down by by two bushel per acre or uh, something like that, or it'll increase your, your yield potential by two bushel per acre. That is a known outcome. But what I've learned uh, in, in the number of years that I've been in the ag industry is we all want to know how does that product or products, how do they react in my environment? How do they react on my farm? with my equipment, in my soil types, in my weather conditions. So taking a piece of equipment or an attachment or an input and putting it onto your farm, it's, it's a learning plot. So we already know what the potential outcome could be. We just need simple analysis. Um, we can do very easy comparisons by doing side-by-side treatment strips. We could do block strips. Uh, block trials or block plots, things like that give us the ability to just do a very basic kind of a learning opportunity. Now, the other one, the flip side is going to be your on-farm research. On-farm research is a little more time consuming. It it needs more statistical analysis, uh, replicated data, 
things like that. So that's something where if we don't know what the outcome is, we don't, there's no research, whether it be through um, extension education or it be through the, the manufacturer themselves, they haven't really done the research. We need a lot more data. Um, it needs to be evaluated and analyzed at a lot deeper level. And you're also likely going to have a control treatment. So that being uh, whatever whatever we are trying to research, you're going to have a control treatment where there is no no application. You're not utilizing the the tool. You're not utilizing the the uh, attachment or whatever we're trying to research. You're going to have some sort of a control. Now, a learning plot, we don't necessarily need a control. We're just trying to, you could have a control if you wanted, but we're just trying to kind of learn what the outcome is going to be. So maybe it's, again, back to the starter fertilizer, or maybe it's the, maybe you're interested in in side dressing or in-season application, um, putting part of the field on all pre-plant and then putting part of the field on um, half pre-plant, half in-season, or splitting it up into thirds, however it may be or whatever you think you want to learn on your farm. But as I said, I'm just kind of rambling on here. This is nothing new. Uh, this is um, nothing earth-shattering. I just wanted to talk about it to get you to start asking the question to yourself, your business partners, uh, whoever you work with on your farm, what can we do to learn more about our operation, about the equipment that we utilize, about the inputs that we're using, can we make adjustments to any of this to better optimize our operation? So think about that as you sit here, um, whether you're listening to this right when it releases here in January or uh, you're listening to this in uh, April when you're sitting in the planter, uh, think about what you want to learn. Think about how you can partner with your local dealership, your agronomist, your um, uh, local egg service provider, uh, partner with them to get the equipment you're curious about. Uh, we, I know we, from a, from an equipment dealership standpoint, we are always curious about the kind of the, the learning plots and the side-by-side trials, things like that. Um, I know the egg service providers, the agronomists, they're also curious about a lot of that stuff. So partner with them, partner with a friend or neighbor. Maybe you got uh, two different types of equipment that that you two would like to see uh, kind of run side by side. Uh, the egg industry, we love data. We love learning. Uh, we love knowing more about what is and is not possible with the the equipment that we have and the inputs that we're utilizing. So um, I encourage you to, to do some of this, uh, some of these learning plots, on-farm research, um, agronomic field trials, whatever you want to call them. I encourage you to learn more about your operation. So I uh, hope this was helpful to you. Again, we are going into year eight. If there is anything, you guys, if you have any ideas you want to uh, share with us about things you'd like to learn or hear about, um, reach out to us. Let us know. Um, again, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023 and welcome to the eighth season of the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. 